I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today it's Nick Long. Good morning. So today we're going to look at Luke 2, 25 to 35. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. So yesterday, Rima talked about faithfulness over time. This phrase she gave, um, a long obedience in the same direction. And today is kind of related. I want to talk about what it means to wait on God. Because we're all hoping or waiting for things in life. Um, And how we wait matters. Let's take a look at Simeon. So Simeon, we're told, is righteous and devout. And he is, in this passage, full of the Holy Spirit. And he's waiting. And what is he waiting for? He's waiting for the consolation of Israel, the comfort of Israel. Now many at the time were trying to force God into action. The Pharisees um, thought that they could force God to rescue them, uh, bring about this kind of rescue period through their strict interpretation and observance of the law. And others, other groups were just um, using violence, straightforward violence, to try and um, bring about this consolation of Israel. But Simeon is waiting in faith. And it's not a passive waiting. We're told he's righteous and devout. Um, And we might also think of the persistent widow here who keeps on um, persevering. And in the same way, um, Simeon is praying and he's devout and he's righteous. But the key thing is that he's looking to God to act. He realizes that God is sovereign uh, and that God's power and mercy are what ultimately counts. I think we're encouraged uh, to wait like this throughout Scripture. And I'm just going to read out some examples uh, from the Old Testament about waiting on God. So Psalm 5 says, In the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my requests before you and wait in expectation. Isaiah 40 uh, says this, Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. Micah 7 says, 
But as for me, I watch in the hope for the Lord. I wait for God, my Savior. My God will hear me. And Psalm 34 says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So we're encouraged to wait and to trust. But everything in our culture screams at us not to wait in this way. There's this relentless consumption, this constant distraction, and this fear of stillness and boredom. But discipleship involves waiting on God. Now, Simeon finds what he is waiting for, the desire of his heart in the baby Jesus. Let's look again at verses 29 to 30. Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation. Simeon has found peace as he sees Jesus, Jesus, his salvation. And this passage, this bit of it is, is famous. It's so famous it's become part of our Anglican liturgy. It's called the Nunc Dimittis. Um, and it's particularly read in evening services. Uh, but we're going to read it out today as well, later on. But the point is, when Simeon encounters Jesus, he finds God's rescue. He finds God's consolation, this long-awaited consolation. And that is true for us too. We wait for many things in this life, different things for each of us and our friends. Uh, but in the waiting, we don't have to be anxious. We can know comfort. Uh, we can know rest, as Tim talked about on Sunday, in Jesus. Amen. We started by reading together Lamentations 3, 22 to 26, um, with a particular focus on the importance of waiting for God, which Nick spoke about. This is what it says in Lamentations. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him. The one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. And we then, uh, after Nick's talk, we went into breakout rooms to pray for those things which we are waiting on God for. And we came out together then right at the end to say uh, what is referred to as a nunc dimittis, the song of Simeon, um, in which Simeon says, Now, Lord, you let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen a salvation which you have prepared in the sight of every people, a light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people, Israel.